0: Look, man, sometimes to get the people what they want, you got to do what you got to do, okay? This is the Rojo Show. What number? I'm not sure because I didn't look before I hopped on here. I guess I can look on my phone. Once I do this, I'll explain to you all what I'm doing. I mean, you could probably hear it already. We're obviously in a remote location. How remote are we? Um, I mean, we're mobile. This is episode 43. The Rojo Show. I am your host. Roskino Sparks. Rojodino. I need to write these down because I have a lot of good ones. I got a lot of good ones. So I might need to roll down a window at some point during this. I'm in the car. I'm actually on my way to work. I felt the need to do this because I feel like my job has taken me away from you all in some way, which was never my intention. I mean, so it was kind of a thought, you know, I was thinking to myself about the podcast and I was like, you know, Ro, Rojo, that's what I call my Ro, I call myself Ro when I speak to myself, I was like, Ro, um, you know, you started this when... Not a lot of people. Well, people were doing it. I'm not. I, I I'm not at all trying to make it seem like I'm the father of the podcast. Not at all. No way. Got too much respect for the podfather. Feel what I'm saying? Got too many respect for people that's been doing it. <coughs> but, um, you know, I was doing the podcast, and I only started. I, I don't want to say I only started doing the podcast because I didn't have a job, but um, it definitely afforded me the free time to like write it. And like go in And I am not at all going to stop the podcast I just feel like it's something that I have to commit to On a weekly basis Weekly, bi-weekly It What it is is I need to get another form of media out there That's not the podcast But it's just as effortless Not effortless Like it doesn't take any work because everything takes work. I mean, everything has its amount of, of labor that, you know, has to be accounted for. But um, is effortless, like, you know, when I think about doing it, it doesn't take me much to, you know, really, really want to do it. Um, I mean, we're all going to need to, like, kick ourselves in the ass at some points to, you know, get up and get stuff accomplished. I hope that's what you're doing. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to, like, really, like, make commitments to myself and then give myself time goals and then, like treat myself like a piece of shit if i don't do them if i don't meet them but to really try to meet them and to really like make plans and like write stuff down and you know try to commit stuff to memory in this cell phone age where our memories have basically become shit because we can just type everything into our cell phones like you know it's it's like that theory about um, how people's eyesight go, eyesight gets bad because they're not looking at the targets or looking at the kind of uh, looking at the gambit of distances and depths that we should as as like on an animalistic level. You know, does that make sense? So like, oh, there is a on a level, humans are animals. We just. I, we just in some way can communicate our intelligence to enough of ourselves to gang up on everybody else as far as the species is concerned. Because if you look at humans on the food chain, like we're not the if you go by size and ferocity, we are not on the top. The thing that makes us best is our brains and our, you know. Ability to make weapons or set traps and like all this other high-level shit. But on a on a virile physical level, humans are nowhere near the top of the food chain. I mean, we can't hold our breath long enough to fuck with sharks, but well, sharks can't get to us. We can stay away from sharks, and like bears, bears still catch some of us. In a hand-to-hand fight, we would we have no chance with a bear, um, or a lion, or a tiger, or a bunch of fucking animals, but we're smart enough to set traps or we're smart enough to have weapons or, you know, use trickery and, and all that other shit so that we can come out on top like that but, um where was I even going with that? aww oh. humans Oh, I totally forgot where I was going with that it was a really good point though, I could feel it Oh, I really want to know what I was talking about right then but fuck god damn it I don't know it was a good tangent though but now I don't want to keep going because now I forgot what I was talking about should I like go back and, and listen would that make sense that would be horrible for you guys though okay anyway let's move on Oh, I really wanna know what I was talking about. Anyway, at this new job that I won't speak about, because I don't want to offend any political connects or the sponsor of the podcast. They're not an official sponsor. Keep them on the low. <laughs> my job is to sponsor the podcast. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway. Um I realized I've never felt so thirty in my life. <coughs> Let me explain. Like, there are people that are older than me, and I know what they're talking about. And there are people that are younger than me, and I know what they're talking about. Kinda. Kinda. Some of this shit, I really, like, I really be feeling like the old dude in the class. Like, I don't know this new slang. I don't know if I should slap this nigga or not. Not that I would slap anybody at work, but, you know, slapping nigga is more like, should I, you know, feel offended? In a work environment, at least, you know. Um, But I don't know. It's just funny. Like they associate me with like shit that's like not way older than me, but like I was not in the heyday of, you know. Like I feel like if people were to ask me what kind of music I listen to, they are asking primarily between. The beginning or end of high school, and like now, because everything before that kind of you know forms your opinion of what music is and what you like, and then everything after that is some way is in some way reminiscent or um, akin to something you've heard already. So they like like so when they associate me with like early mob deep shit i don't feel like i like i don't i listen to early mob deep shit because i was like i was like on that at certain points like really like going back on that old mob deep listening to that first joint that q-tip produced but um is that the infamous i think that's the infamous Anyway, um, and I really fucked with the one that had knives on it, uh, with the world is mine joint. You need to give it up. We don't give up uh, that uh, with that Scarface sample. no 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 That shit was cold. But I don't know. I was listening. I was listening more like uh, in high school. In high school, I was bumping fabulous. I was bumping. A lot of dr dre shit i was bumping a lot of root shit common had a couple albums out right then that electric circus everybody talks about electric circus electric circus is one of his best albums and i'll have that argument with anybody he spit some of his hardest bars on that album um and it's hard for common to uh even spit hard bars anymore i think i don't know that sweet shit was okay but you know uh what else I was listening to CeeLo. CeeLo's solo albums. Um, Outcast, of course. Like, I remember going through... I paid... Uh, being downtown and having to have it, I paid way more than I should have for... Um, Stankonia. I appreciated it, and I bumped it all the way home. But being downtown and having to buy it from a a cd store on state street it was right on uh it was on state and jackson it's not there anymore now it's like some kind it's like a bookstore one of the last fucking bookstores on earth i think it's a Depaul bookstore too though Uh, which is why they stay which is why they stay open but um It was like, I don't know if it was a Sam Goody, but they used to have these like domes where you could go instead of having headphones. They had these music domes that you could stand under when you scan the CD to like preview it. And um, I, I know I know people that stole gangs of CDs from that store. I know people that stole ridiculous amounts of CDs from that store. I'm not dry snitching at all. I'm just telling you what I know as a, a high school student and now an adult who was around when that store was there, but I paid way more than I should have for that Stankonia on your album, boy. i talking, I paid like $20 for it back then, $20 for it. Whenever it came out, I went and bought it. I paid like $20 for it. It's crazy. Now I can just download shit. And they thinking about Apple talking about taking away downloads. All you can do is stream. That will be, that's how, that is how we end up in situations like V for Vendetta. When it's one motherfucker who got a room with a whole bunch of old shit in it. Because they took all the physical copies of shit. That shit is gonna be fucking crazy. Apple wanna take away downloads just to streaming. That would be terrible. That's like you can't even own anything anymore. If you don't pay, that means if you don't pay your Apple Music bill or if they have some kind of fuck up in the system, which we all know they are still prone to do. Down, accidentally download some weird U2 album on everybody's uh, everybody's Apple shit with some kind of homoerotic. It wasn't homo. It is homoerotic. It definitely is. I mean, I guess in their eyes or in a in a sense, it could be seen as tender or whatever the fuck. Even the word tender is weird for me not even because of the app but just like because of the the content like tinder like I don't know it, it, it's not for me it's not for me but it shouldn't be on my fucking uh, computer because I fucking uh, it shouldn't be on my computer just because I upgraded my operating system what type of shit is that totally disrespectful But this is what they would be on. They would take our... um, They would have no... They would have no control of the downloads. Because I've already heard of... And peep this. So if you have... Let's say you have some rare live version of Bob Marley's um, Concrete Jungle. Okay? Let's say you got that on your computer. We don't know how you got it. Because you're a cowboy... And you were downloading shit Sims Napster. And that was something that you downloaded. And you were crouched over your computer screen. And the light was blaring in your face. And you're watching centimeter by centimeter as it loads up on your slow-ass computer. But you got this copy of Concrete Jungle. <clears throat> if you go to Apple, if you enroll in Apple Music or buy that album or some other shit i don't know if a copy that they own of that song gets on your computer through any apple vessel vessel i just said that shit like i was heavy Swedish vessel if it gets on your computer through any visa they will replace it with a, a copy that they own does that make sense I had some technical difficulties and had to reattach, but I'm just trying to make sure that what I'm saying makes sense and I haven't repeated any information. Because this is very important. If you have a a rare copy or a non-licensed copy of a song that Apple owns or Apple has the rights to, when you enroll in their services, they replace your personal copy with a copy they own and can make money from and can charge you from and that they can take away if they feel like it, if they decide to flip the game. This is how we're going to get to V for Vendetta, guys. It's going to be one guy that owns all the really cool shit, all the personal shit, All of like the artistic shit, all of the shit that makes the human race fucking unique. And he's going to own it all and keep it away from us. And charge us a hell of a lot of money to see it and like experience it again. It's going to be rough, yo. I had to get some water because I was thirsty. Um I don't know what I was talking about I didn't listen all the way back to see what I was talking about when I was before I had to reconnect because I just looked up and I was like I just wasn't recording anymore so I can only see how much um I don't know how much I was rambling I was giving gold though all morning I feel like I've been giving gold baby I'm back baby I'm back I'm back in the game Jack. I don't know what that was from, but it was very passionate. If you were driving next to me, you'd say, hey, that guy's got passionate about something this morning. Um did I talk about feeling old already? That's why I got to get back in the gym, man. I got to do something to boost my testosterone. Not that I feel like I have low testosterone, but these young niggas is just like, they're just they just wound up all the time. <laughs> All the time. They just have energy. It's just like, I can't imagine having a fucking kid. Like, (laughs) you just always have energy. Sit down. Please relax. We don't need to chest bump. (laughs) We were bowling. And I realized how, how I'm not a horrible bowler, but I'm not a good one either. Like, I definitely need to, like, go a little bit more just to have, like, my social bowling skills better. Like, just to feel comfortable bowling. Because I did okay the other night. I did okay. But I didn't do well enough for, you know, the kind of person I am. You know, which is kind of an asshole. Because being an asshole... (laughs) I don't know why I said it like that, but just to give you some insight. Being an asshole, you got to kind of be good at a lot of things. Because people want to see you fuck up. (laughs) So when you're kind of an asshole you got to kind of be good at a lot of things or you got to be able to take it on the chin and flip it right away or you got to be able to adapt right away in situations like you see something coming you'd be like okay 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 i'm bobbing and weaving with this i got this i got this okay i got a rhythm i'm good okay boom it's nothing like that's how i feel like i would be with ice skating could be wrong <laughs> And on the real, I'm I, I can't risk hurting myself ice skating. That might just be done for me. <laughs> like for life. I might just be done. I might just never ever ice skate again. Um, or ever. <laughs> Cause at this point I'm afraid to fall. And I don't wanna fall ice skating. Cause I I hear it's wet. I guess it's wet. Ugh. Oh my god. <laughs> and I know that sounds weird as a Chicago and never going ice skating, but nah, nah son. Maybe I'll try to do it this winter. It's like the last, but, but before I turn 31, cause that, I don't want to be 31 with like some weird injury. I've never broken a bone. I don't want to break one now. Whew, that would suck. I did separate my shoulder, but that is not the same as breaking a bone. I don't even bring that up to people when they talk about having injuries. I remember I was talking to Matt Henderson once, shout out to Matt Henderson. I guess I didn't have to drop his government, but there's a lot of Matt Hendersons. Anyway, I'm talking to his ass, and we was talking about riding bikes, because, you know, I wrote the fixed gear. He rides the fixed gear. Sometimes he doesn't ride the fixed gear. Now he's doing all types of shit. But um, I'm talking to him about, you know, injuries on bikes. And I was like, yeah, he was like, uh, yeah, I was riding, and... Um, some kind of gruesome ass story. I guess somebody like ran through the light, hit him, he cracked a windshield. He like broke his ankle and like broke so he cracked his helmet and he did this and he did that and it's like just this this litany this this Walmart receipt of injuries that came from this this accident. And then I came back with, yeah, man, I I separated my shoulder on a motorcycle. He was like, oh, yeah, you separated your shoulder? (laughs) He was just like... (laughs) He just looked at me and he was like, I don't know if you're being a dick or not, which I didn't mean to be in that part, in in that time. See, that's the other thing, too. Another asshole tip. When you're an asshole, you get no... Nobody ever believes you weren't trying to be an asshole. Everybody assumes you were trying to be an asshole. Nobody ever gives you the benefit of a doubt That you just asked a question That Truth be told It probably would take an asshole to ask But you asked it And they're mad about that Just dropping asshole gems Pause <laughs> Asshole gems Yeah that's a pause This a pause necessary there That's not even like a That's not a question That's a pause Okay I got to see more of this uh, DJ Khaled talking shit. I haven't seen a lot of it. I did see him uh, in this wing challenge where, you know, this thing where they interview a bunch of people and they make them eat hot wings. And DJ Khaled gave up at number three. He was just like, yo, I can't do this. This is bad for me. You know what? You played yourself. (laughs) I was just like, this is what he went on Beyonce's tour doing? I know that's not what he's doing, but wouldn't that be crazy if he just came out and did, like, a motivational speech, but, like, kind of playing people? (laughs) Like, you, sweetheart, I bet you've been working, haven't you? You've been starting to tone up that body, huh? But you came out here in that outfit that's still too small. You played yourself. (laughs) Keep up the good work. You're smart, but tonight you played yourself. (laughs) I wanted to borrow DJ Khaled and just like send him in on people. Oh my God, that's something else I realized at this job. Kind of had to keep it low, but I still got my roasting skills. Now I know my mother is listening to this. Like, why do you need to be roasting at work? And I'm just like, it's a culture, Mom. It's a culture, and she know that we don't. But but as something. Something my mom and the OG, the OG, my auntie Vanelle said. Even when my when mama jokes was popping, mama jokes was the crackingest the shit kids could do. Kids was all about your mama's steak. Your mama look like a man. Your mama bleed all kinds of <laughs> all kinds of edible sauces. <laughs> I just like the way that sounds. Your mind bleeds all kinds of edible sauces. (laughs) That's a good one. I'm going to hit somebody with that shit today. Anyway. uh, (laughs) I realize my roasting skills are still sharp. These little things be trying to come at me. I be like, hey, bro. (laughs) You don't want this. (laughs) It's an old dude that's going to get it, too. One of my trainers is going to get it. But he's not going to get it. Until I know exactly what I'm doing. Once I know exactly what I'm doing... I'm going to get at him. I'm going to get at him. Once I know what I'm doing, though. Until then, I got to play it cool. But once I know what I'm doing, I'm going to get at him. Raw dog. Pause. But, yeah. um, Roasting still still intact. I'll be having to... I be feeling like Lupe, man, you know, I be feeling like Lupe, like, do I need to dumb these down? Not all of them, some of them be landing, most of them be landing, most of them be landing. I play, I I kinda play it safe, you know, I play it safe, I don't go too far but ahead, it's really about repetition, it's about repetition, you know what I'm saying? You gotta keep adding taglines, you know, you know, like say somebody got like a thick ass head. (laughs) Say somebody got a thick-ass head, you know. (laughs) Nigga, head. Got one of those heads you could just cuff, you know what I'm saying? You could cuff his head. Thick-ass head. (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh, my God. Anyway, this is what I've been missing. I hope people laugh along while I'm doing this. I am right now cruising. At about forty-five miles per hour. Yes, we're in motion, people. We're in motion. Switch lanes. Money ain't a thing. No. Let's be realistic. But um I'm behind some raw ass car right now. I don't know if I can record the podcast drive and take a picture of it. Like that would be like some ill ass stunt driving type shit right there, boy. Unless I end up, like, right next to it. That would be nice. (coughs) Oh, if I ended up right next to it. But then he's in there. Would that be weird? That would probably be weird. It's some kind of Lincoln because it's got the suicide dose. That was a song right there. That was a song. Somebody's gonna take that and make that. Gotta take that song and make that song, fellas. That's a clip. That's a hit right there. I just gave that one away. I need a new pair of Tim's. I can't start talking about the list of shit that's going on right now. Um I didn't read into the article. But you know I'm coming at you. You know I'm coming at y'all heads about this Sierra and future shit. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I don't even need to. I don't even need to know the specifics of the case to wonder why she won. I just. I don't. I don't. I do. I really want to know. But uh, I just posted that on my Facebook page, and nobody said anything. And everybody was so vocal about everything else. Oh, I just want to read the specifics and know what happened. They were like, listen, man, she has shown a... No, (laughs) I don't know what they're going to say. She has shown a rare disrespect. A rare disrespect. I don't know what they're gonna say. I don't know why I sounded like a version of the Joker right there either, but I just oof. Ooh. I might have to record another podcast just to talk about that. I I hope they give like real specific like court documents. I wanna be all and then I I don't. I don't. I really don't care. Because I don't want it to be, like, one of those things, like, uh, like, the end of Liar Liar, where, like, he wins, but, like, he really shouldn't have won, and then, like, they play the sad music, and then, like, I'm feeling bad, because, you know, Sierra and Russell Wilson really are, we really are in love, we really, really do have a lot with our kids. It's just one kid, actually, so, I mean, if it's real, that's what's up, but... I just want to know why he won, because everybody was talking big shit about him being a bad father, and him talking about sipping lean, which we've all known rapper niggas be lying. Not saying the future don't sip lean. He probably sips a a nice amount of lean, but he sips lean like like your mama drink margaritas, nigga, or like your mama drink Ciroc, because these mamas nowadays be drinking the same shit we be drinking. Your mama drink Hennessy. Your mama drink... Do people drink sti- still drink Absolute? Your mama drink 1,800, nigga. <laughs> Your mama drink Crown Royal, nigga. Yeah, she does. But yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand. Your mama drink Crown Royal, nigga. Uh. Can you hear turn signal? Money is gone. No? Little Pink Floyd? Money is gone. No? That's okay. Um, Is there something else I was supposed to talk about? Well, we could talk about OKC uh, snatching it, but did uh, the Warriors won last night though? Didn't they? I think the Warriors won last night. I didn't get to see the whole game. I had to go sleep. Listen to me, right? Fucking square. But um, no, I just had to go to sleep last night. Um, but did the war? The- I think the Warriors won last night, so they won one. Um they definitely came at him and out they ass uh, but it could've, they could have just been on a high but they played well I would have to see, I can't really speak on that right now I know game one they looked real good Russell Westbrook is a beast Russell Westbrook man if it wasn't for like all that dance and shit which you no, know, it's, it, it's a little much I mean, it's their right to do that shit. I mean, I guess these young niggas turn up like that. I would have to double check how old he is because he might be on the edge of being too old for that shit. Or that might just be the new, you know, Reggie Miller did shit like that. That whole dance with the high five shit. It, that, that shit has a longer history in the NBA than we know. But um, they take it, they definitely take it to a new level like between him and I wonder I would like to know what he thinks of Odell Beckham Jr's dancing or if he want to have like a dance off with him <laughs> like I just want to hear how he would respond to the question I'd be like man so what you think about that Odell Beckham Jr shit he'd be like man I think my shit way better than that and I was like what <laughs> like yeah man I don't like putting it all on the fucking I don't like putting it all on the gram but you know me and my niggas, we meet up like twice a week. You know what I'm saying? Bang shit out. Like, I would be just, I would be just sitting there like choking. Like, <laughs> like he's a, he's opposed to it because he don't think he put enough work into it. <laughs> or he could just be like, man, I do that shit. We be, you know, you know, we be chilling out from the game. You know what I'm saying? We be getting loosened up. That's just some shit we do to loosen up. You know, we feel. I. I <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We like to feel silly before the game. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't, we want to take the pressure off. We don't want to take it too serious, you know. We don't get the nerves out, you know. We just want to feel silly. (laughs) (coughs) A nigga like Russell Westbrook, I mean, you would have to take him for that, you know. You have to just be like, okay. I guess that's how you go out there and just like, dunk on people's heads and Shoot him 1,000 shots, even with, you know, a scoring champ and a prior MVP to this whole Steph Curry shit. Oh, my God. I hate this shit. Prior to this whole Steph Curry shit, you know, was the MVP, so. Just got, to you know, weigh your options, baby. But, yeah, that, uh, they... They killed the Spurs. Like, it was like, it was merciless, as it should be. I mean, especially since everybody, I forgot what, um, I forgot who that was that voted on that. But, like, I think it was a bunch of the ESPN analysts. And Chris Broussard was the only one that said that OKC would win. And I'm like, OKC is not a bad a bad matchup. Like, the only time they haven't been – they've been in the Western Conference Finals every year that KD or Russell or, – uh, except the ones where KD or Russell Westbrook was hurt. When they play together, I mean, they, they get it going. This might – I don't know. This might be a good year for them. Because, I mean – I don't know. I haven't watched enough of the games. I really want to see how weak they are. It's looking like the Cleveland the the Cavs may run through the Raptors. If they sweep all the way through the playoffs, the East is so weak though. Like you can't really get a beat on like how good Cleveland is because they play these whack ass teams. Like would Cleveland <laughs> How would Cleveland do in a series against... um, How would Cleveland do in a series against the Clippers? Would they just dominate the Clippers? With Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan? And, um, you know... uh, JJ Redick, Chris Paul, how would they, what would they do in a series against the Clippers? And the Clippers aren't even, the Clippers aren't the Spurs, the Clippers aren't Golden State Warriors, the Clippers aren't, um, what's the other top three, four, the Oklahoma City Thunder. How would they do against the Clippers? Would would the Cavs dominate the Clippers? I don't think they would. I don't think they would. Because DeAndre Jordan is athletic enough to stick with LeBron in the hole and to give him a, you know, give him some strong defense around the basket. Who who would be who would play him on defense? I can't really think of a roster right now. Blake Griffin would cover him sometimes. He would have to. And um do they have a big guard? They don't they don't run Chris Paul and JJ Redick together, do they? Jay, I mean, Chris Paul, Chris Paul is Chris Paul's too small. I don't even want to start that shit. It would have to be Blake Griffin. But Blake, I feel like Blake Griffin could guard LeBron. I feel like that'd be a, a good matchup. They both like, well, LeBron plays a little harder than Blake Griffin does. Blake Griffin just like is just like weak man he just happened to be big and athletic but he's he's like weak minded he's not as bad as um, Dwight Howard but he's uh, I don't know he's, he's soft somewhere I mean that in the most respectful way cause he will obviously knock a smaller motherfucker out <laughs> he will obviously punch somebody he knows he can beat up but he ain't want that he ain't, he ain't want shit with Zach Randolph right he ain't, he ain't want it with Zach right he ain't want it with Zach boy Zach is from I can't is he I don't I don't want to say he's from a horrible part of Michigan. When I say horrible, I don't mean I mean is he is he from Saginaw or Flint? Zach Randolph I can't look it up right now, but he definitely went to Michigan State and balled, and he's been he balled with the Trailblazers. He balled with Memphis, but he got on that physical shit with Blake. Blake was not trying to hear that shit. But like he punched the little dude, the little trainer. Some soft ass shit, man. I'm telling you, boy. <laughs> but yeah, would they beat the Clippers? I don't think they would beat the Clippers. Because I think uh, Chris Chris Paul would be getting embarrassed by Steph, and Kyrie is at least as good as Steph. I mean, Kyrie would be. Kyrie is still a top mm, top three or four. If he's not top three, he's uh, he's top three. He's top three for sure. Is him Stephen Dame? Is there is there anybody obvious I'm missing? Russell West. Okay, Russell Westbrook. Is Kyrie better than Russell Westbrook? E because if you say if you say Kyrie and LeBron, and then you say Russell Westbrook and KD, I mean. I would have to check the stats, but I don't be hearing about Kyrie the way I hear about um, the way I hear about uh, Russ. They don't talk about LeBron. And maybe that should be more of a conversation. Maybe Kyrie is taking some kind of backseat or taking some kind of diminished role. I mean, and I think that's why he there's a, there's rumblings of him not liking to play there because he feels like he could be. On the level of Dame, he feel like he can carry a team like Dame, or he can carry a team like Steph. Steph don't really carry the team. Steph just happens to be over competent in his role as the point guard. Over competent? Mm. He's he's very successful. He scores a lot of points, and then they have Draymond, who kind of works more as Draymond and Clay, I guess. But Clay be getting listed as the shooting guard, so I don't know. I feel like they run two shooting guards and then they run, like, um, a point forward with Draymond Green. And he, like, moves around and, like, orchestrates a lot of shit. But, um... Kyrie? Could could Kyrie be... If Kyrie was on... Ha, okay. If Kyrie Irving was on... The Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry was on the Cavs. Would the Cavs just have. Would the Cavs just be running away with the East? Because if you switch those guys, I mean, they've got people that are competent at those roles. Like. Um, uh, maybe they don't because. Well, he could pick up the slack of that because I'm thinking they don't have Clay Thompson because Clay Thompson adds a lot to their offense too. But. The East is way weaker, and y'all can't make up those points between JR Smith and Kevin Love. Oh, Kevin Love. Come on, Kevin Love was smashed too. So, yeah, like, mm, maybe they would. Maybe they would just spank everybody, and it would be crazy. Steph Curry with LeBron James and Tristan Thompson. They would run like they would run like that small offense. Like like I hear they call it the Uh oh offense at um I hear they call it the Uh oh offense or the Uh oh squad. Some shit like that And um in Golden State. But it would be it's just like this small team with like really tough guys on defense, but, like, really fast on offense and, like, really, like, getting out there and moving and whatever. I don't know. Well, guys, this experiment went well. I'm going to have to get out of here, though. Got to prepare for life. I'm going to post this as soon as possible. But this has been episode 43 of the Rojo Show. Remember, you can find this show anywhere you can find a podcast. I'm on iTunes. I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on Stitcher. The Rojo Show. TheRojoShow at gmail.com. Get at me with questions or comments on the show. Love to hear from you guys. I'll be back next week, hopefully. Till then, as usual, if you're not sharing, you're not a fan. One.